Welcome to Zero's Game Room, where all things gaming takes place. Interviews, discussions, and the latest gaming news. So take a seat, get comfortable, adjust your headset, because it's game time. Here's your host, Zero. Can you hear it? Oh man, the legendary theme. That can only mean one thing. It is time for Zelda, the legend of Zelda. I am Zero. Welcome to Zero's Game Room, the podcast where we talk about all things gaming. And if you couldn't tell, I'm excited. Why? Because we're talking about the legend of Zelda. I have my Zelda t-shirt on. I have my Zelda glass next to me. I have my keychain of Legend of Zelda. I have Zelda socks on. I am excited. And I cannot even be even more excited because with me today... I have a very special guest. He is a huge collector of Zelda. He's been through it all. He, I would consider him to be the number one Zelda fanatic. It is cows crazy. Welcome to Zero's Game Room. Uh, great to be here. Moo, everybody. Yeah, so, Legend of Zelda. How much do you love Zelda? I love Zelda more than anything in the entire world. I'd marry Zelda if I could. (laughs) She is a very beautiful princess. She's a very beautiful princess. Now, here's the thing. Do you have the Nintendo Switch? I do. I am an owner of the Nintendo Switch. So I would only assume that you have Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That is the main reason I've purchased a Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Okay, okay. So... I've heard a lot of great things, but I want to hear your perspective. What do you think of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? It is the greatest Zelda game. Maybe the greatest game of all time. Now, why would you say that? It is just so expansive. They have thought of everything in this game. It's just, it's so open the world. You can do whatever you want, and things make sense too it's a it's a very logical game oh. i would say <laughs> and uh that that's very important i think in some video games is to stay true to some principles um they have heat and cold and raining and there's just so many little things that they like as a video game uh you you sh- you know by playing video games yourself that right. lots of games aren't really you know logical right there's some things uh, that don't make sense there's a they bunch don't of make series. sense or or not even that it's just like uh how do i put it they don't put in the little things in uh-huh. games like if if something wasn't in a game and it wasn't there you might not think about it but this game has things like where if it rains and you're in a grassy area it will, like, pool up with water in the grass oh, like it does in real life. And right. then when the sun comes out, the water dries up. As opposed to other games, like, rain is like, continually falling, never, but you don't, exactly. you don't see changes to your environment necessarily. Because exactly. that's it, how the game it, was created. And nobody thinks about that stuff, and nobody would blame them or go, or nobody would ever complain that it's not there. Like, if they didn't do that, no one would be like, oh, no, why isn't the rain pooling and stuff like that? Nobody would ever think of that. Right, so you... Like, Whatever. You would, but you're a man who such... looks very deeply into the details, I'd say. Yes, just, there's so many things. Even now, weeks after this game has come out, people are still finding little 
things to this game that it's just uh, it's amazing that they're actually even in this game that they took the time to think of this stuff wow it, yeah it's 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 fascinating to me oh wow well yeah i'm i'm a huge zelda fan not as big as you you've got like mugs posters you've got everything zelda right I'm drinking out of my zelda mug right now <laughs> a good brew nice very nice now breath of the wild a lot of people have given it praises now here's the thing can you think of anything of why this game would be imperfect or just a flaw maybe that this game has this game has no flaws and that is its flaw how so it okay so that's that, see that's an interesting perspective why would you say that if this game has no imperfections that itself is its imperfection because you will not blame this game for being imperfect. The problem they will have is moving forward in the future. Uh... Where do they go from here? How do they top this game in the future? I just feel like anything they do from this point on will either be... Every, critics... I won't complain, but critics will say, eh, It's the same as Breath of the Wild. Uh, and Stupid. anything else after this won't meet the time and quality that was put into Breath of the Wild. Again, going back to the little details, exactly. it's either going to be uh, it'll feel like a watered down version of Breath of the Wild or it just won't meet the standards that Breath of the Wild has now set. Well, all you could do is probably match it. How you could exceed it is beyond my imagination. Yeah. yeah. If they exceed this game that would I, I just I don't know. I don't even know how. That would probably that. knock your socks off. Uh, my socks are already knocked off, so I don't know what more is left to knock off. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's. We'll see what the future holds for the Zelda. Future is the key. Yes. Now, granted, Zelda has gone through massive amounts of changes. Let's go all the way back to the original Legend of Zelda. What's your first memory well, with the, the first one? See, I wouldn't say it's gone through massive changes. I think it's come full circle. How so? Um, Breath of the Wild is gigantically compared to the first game. Um, it it's not like the first game has all this mechanics and has all this detail, right? But in the sense of that, it's the basic core principles of the game of just exploring and finding and not telling you what to do and having no idea how to play the game and just learning as you go along and the need to share information with your friends. Maybe uh, back then it wasn't on the internet. Right. It was going to school and talking about, oh my god, I found this under a tree or blah 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 and then you would help your friends that way. Right. Now it's the internet sharing all this information. But uh, it, it definitely has come full circle from the first game to this game. I would say if this was the f if they were remaking the first game now this would be it. This would. Uh, this is what they would. If they had all the technology now, back in 1986 mm -hmm. or 85, depending if you were in Japan. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, then you know, this is what they would have made as their first game if they had today's technology. Back. Right, because like remember, it was back with the original Legend of Zelda. You were just kind of thrown into a world. You don't really know what's going on, and you have to figure it out. The game starts, and they tell you nothing. Even if you go in the cave that's right in front of you, 
he says it's dangerous to go alone. Take this and you get very your sword. Very famous words. Very yes. famous words. Very famous words. You get your sword, but he doesn't say to go where. He just says it's dangerous to go alone. Take this so, and he gives you this. your first wooden sword of all things. He doesn't tell you where to go. He doesn't tell you, you know, you should go up uh, three or four screens and then turn to the left. And right. that will be your first dungeon. So what he you're saying. doesn't tell you that at all. Oh, no. Go ahead. So I'm just saying, like, you could wander for hours in the first game and yeah. never find the first dungeon if you take a wrong turn. Right, right. You're absolutely right. And then you'll get lost and you'll end up in places that you're not supposed to and you'll get your butt handed to you. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So and what you're this saying, feels oh. very similar in Breath of the Wild is once you're set loose, you could end up anywhere. So it's not linear by any sense of the means. Not even close. Not even close. Wow. There are people online already posting that they have beat this game in less than an hour. But oh, I've seen skill. stuff like that. It takes skill to do so, and I am not that skilled in the video games. <laughs> <laughs> I need all the powers that I possess. Uh, yeah, but I've seen that people have beaten this game in an hour, and I couldn't believe it. That's how open world this game is. Yes. Now, compare that, and again, we're, we'll try not to compare Breath of the Wild, because right now it's kind of seen as the holy grail of Zelda. But let's go through, like, the history, you know? Legend of Zelda 2. A Legend of Link. Well, that game is a game that is good for itself, but Zelda didn't know what it wanted to be back then. I guess they were trying to incorporate... Uh, styles of the Final Fantasy type or whatever those kinds right. of uh, those kinds of games that were more popular in Japan at the time. I guess they were starting to become a little popular. Here. Yeah, because during the time that A Legend of Link came out, RPGs were the hit in Japan, and so they tried yeah. to implement RPG aspects so you could cast magic, you could gain experience and level up. It was okay for its time, but I would prefer if they never did something like that again. Uh, it, it's just, I don't know, it was a side-scrolling game, which was very strange. It took away the the, the top-down view that we had gotten used to in the first game. So, yeah, it, it just didn't feel like the same. It was the same game, but it's not at the same time. Right. And this game was not as open-world at all. It held your hand a lot. Um, not really by telling you where to go, but by limiting where you could go. Mm. You could only go so far without an item, and then you would need that item to progress farther. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I see what you're saying. Now, as they progressed, I feel they went back, and this, in my opinion, is one of the better Zelda games, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. This was previously my favorite uh, Zelda game. Right. Maybe it's too soon. It's Maybe it's still too soon for me to declare that Breath of the Wild is my favorite Zelda game, uh, just because it's still too new. Maybe I maybe I need to take a year or so and really think about it. So, but, what would you think uh, about A Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds released on 3DS? That was the perfect game to complement uh, A Link to the Past. It brought out all those feelings of nostalgia and uh, just. Just everything you wanted from A Link to the Past, you got again in this game. And I would say if uh, A Link Between Worlds came out immediately after A Link to the Past, 
critics and all that would just go, oh, no, it's the exact same game again. Boring. Boo, boo, boo. But because it's come out so many years later, many years later, it gives that nostalgic feel. And it's fun to return to that that same world that we were in before. And uh, in... They didn't change the map or anything. Very few details were changed. So it's it's fun to see all the people again and the same characters and stuff. So right, that, that now in the updated graphics and everything. And exactly. the, They had a couple exactly. of different mechanics, like the borrowing system. And the story changed a little bit. It had like a little well, bit of a twist ending. The story is very much uh, deeper. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, a, it, it's a story that has come up in some fans' minds sometimes. Is They've always wondered if, if the world of Hyrule would be better off if the Triforce had never existed. Right, and the Triforce is the key to all of this, to Zelda. The Triforce is the symbol of the series. It is the triple triangles that are together therefore mm-hmm. try power and, uh, wisdom and courage exactly and each of the three main recurring characters gets one of these triforces and is a part of them uh link being courage zelda being wisdom and ganon being power and they right. are forever linked together so fans <laughs> no pun intended wondered, linked together uh, yes, no pun intended, but fans have always wondered, the Triforce is the symbol, and it also is the power of Hyrule, it created Hyrule, it grants the power of Hyrule, it is like their god that they worship, sort of, even though they have gods too, they have goddesses actually, Right. Uh, so, but the Triforce is the main source of all their power. But it's also the main source of all their troubles because yeah, it's the, the thing because Ganon land, wants the Triforce. Ganon wants the Triforce. He wants so to badly. have all the pieces so he could rule over he Hyrule. Can rule not probably just not Hyrule. It would probably grant him. They have established there are other lands right past Hyrule, past uh, Hyrule, and there's also yeah. like different links, different heroes of legend and there's like timelines which there i are, think there was a oh, book right the legend time, there are many different timelines and uh the time splitting and time dimensions and right there's like a timeline and... where link loses to ganon and how that happens and then there's one where he wins and then there are dreams there's right. all sorts of different splits and stuff into the game and uh, so but this back to a link between worlds. I'm just saying the actual the story is that another dimension, right? Uh, which is complicated to explain, but it's like a parallel universe. Right. Had decided to destroy their Triforce. Yeah. To try to get rid of all people trying to attack their land all the time to get it. But uh, but because it's also the source of their power, their land was destroyed. Exactly. And they ended up in turmoil. So that's so why they of... needed to steal the the Triforce of the Light World. Exactly. So basically, it's the lesson of that Hyrule really is in a no-win situation. They can never, they'll never ever probably be at peace because they will either have no power. Or they will be under attack for their power. Right. Wow. Talk about a lesson to learn in the you know the 
lore of Zelda. Now, yeah. we could sit around here and talk about Zelda all day, but there's one last topic I want to hit on because it was so obscure. And I want to know how much you know, because you claim, you know, I've been told you know all things Zelda. Do you know, and you know, if you're listening to this, you might know about BS Zelda no Densetsu, which was only released in Japan during the Satellaview on the Super Famicom. It was an attempt at an online game, I believe, very yes. early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, BS does not stand for what you think. Oh, yeah, no, B- no, 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 no. It no. does not stand for that. It is a Japanese word. Right. Uh, I don't know the translation, honestly. Right. But I do own this game on a cartridge. You own um, it. I am an owner of this game. I do wow. own it. It's a very strange game as it does not it feels like a Zelda game. It actually feels a lot like a link to the past. Wow. Um, at least one of the versions does. There's another version that is uh also an NES version that oh, feels of like the original different. Yes. But I think the main one that you're talking about is the one that is uh more well known that is on the Super Nintendo version. Right. And I do own that one. Wow. And uh, there, there's a timer in the game where different events mm-hmm. happen at certain times. Yeah. And um, at least during an hour. It's like an hour cycle. Uh-huh. And you have to figure out when these events happen over these different times. Exactly. Because the game was basically timed. And uh, back when it was first out, there was basic- it was basically a race to finish these games before competitive speed racing actually existed. Right. It... Uh, it maybe even gave birth to speed racing and uh, speed so, runs. Yeah, I, I yeah, would say yeah. so. See, it, it it could have because it basically challenged people to figure things out in a very quickly amount of time. Yeah, to my knowledge, from what I've researched and what I've done, basically this is what happened. So. In Japan, they had the Super Famicom, which is our Super Nintendo. And so they had this thing called Satellaview. And Satellaview was kind of this, like, again, like you said, it was like an online gaming thing. There was a world hub. You could create your little character. And then they would, you could download BS Zelda. But you had to play it at that certain time. Yes. Which that is where is, the timer uh, obviously comes in. changed now that I own it on the cartridge. It's, it's right. just uh, the the speed running aspect of it is taken out. It's just more based on the game itself now and the timer. But back when it was actually live, yes, it was it was at a certain time mm-hmm. of a certain day, and you had to play it. You had at to play that it moment. at that time. Yes, at that moment, at that time. So it was connected with the other players in the world. Right. So if you miss that time, well, that would be it. Tough luck for you. You had tough to be there. You luck. had to know the times. And, like, exactly. it would release it by map. So, like, I know on map one was released on, like, August 6th, 1995. And, like, the second half of it was released on December 30th. Because, again, it's about that limited time that you had to finish it. And there was even some voice acting, which is all lost now. But you could, you have a cart of this, you know, somebody was able to somehow salvage that gameplay, put it onto a cart. Yes, they they have uh, they have put them onto a cart. It's uh, it's not exactly easy to find, but right. you can find them if you're willing to pay the money for the money it. for and, it because yeah, um, it's a as priceless a great collector gem. of Zelda, the amount of money 
is no mo- no no amount of money to me. Uh, money is no object when it comes to Zelda for me. Yeah, and that's why you're the big Zelda fan. See, this is why they pointed me in the right direction. The direction for Zelda knowledge is always cows crazy. <laughs> well, thank you so much, cows crazy, for taking time. I'm glad you were able to stay here for the whole 20 minutes. Maybe we can have some other time where we have you on and we talk more Zelda, but we'll see where that goes. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. I'm always willing to talk more Zelda. All right. Well, thank you for coming on to Zero's Game Room. Well, that wraps up another episode of Zero's Game Room. Want to give a special thanks to my graphics designer, at Trekit on Twitter, and at David underscore Ritter for voicing my intro. Keep up to date with the podcast by liking it on Facebook, at Zero's Gaming Room, and on Twitter, at Zero's Game Room. Until next time, GG, with a definite re.